0: Now it's time to think and discern. This is Bob Burnie Live.
1: Thank you and welcome again to Bob Burnie Live. It is the 5 o'clock hour. And it is also the Don Crow show, yes, we are simulcasting today in Columbus, Ohio, and in washington d c Don Crow is still away from the microphone. Uh, Don is experiencing some health issues, and uh we are praying and trusting God that Don will be back on the air very soon. Anyway, so whether you're listening in Washington, D.C. on WAVA 105.1 FM or in Columbus, Ohio on the word AM 880 and 104.5 FM, my name is Bob Bernie, and I am absolutely delighted to have the privilege of being your host. Do you remember the stories about the Fountain of Youth? If uh, you took a course in high school or college, and I assume you did, history of Western civilization, uh, one of the things that you studied was the adventurer Ponce de Leon. Ponce de Leon, the 16th century adventurer. And uh, if you read the story of Ponce de Leon, you remember his search for the fountain of youth. Way back in the year 1513, when he landed on what is now Florida, he was confident that he would find the fountain of youth. And all he had to do was drink or to wash in it or maybe both, and his youth would be restored. And whenever he began to age, he would just dip into the fountain of youth again, and he would obtain immortality. And he would obviously become very rich by uh, telling people where the Fountain of Youth was. Well, he didn't discover the Fountain of Youth. It was not in Florida. But it's interesting, if you look at this search for immortality, this has been around since the beginning of time. In fact, this concept of a Fountain of Youth You'll find this all the way back in the 5th century B.C. Herodotus wrote of a mythical fountain of youth, similar to what Ponce de Leon thought that he would find. And then in the 3rd century A.D., a gentleman by the name of Alexander Romance thought that he would find the fountain of youth. In fact... Human history is filled with people trying to find the fountain of youth. And when it wasn't the fountain of youth, it was some other kind of search for immortality. What do we learn from that? We learn that man has an inborn desire to live forever. Hey, listen. If we have a biblical worldview, we understand that man has a fallen nature. We we get that. Man is sinful and has a fallen nature. But we do have things built into us from God. We have a conscience. Billy Graham famously said, Everyone is given by God a God-shaped vacuum. Every human being has a desire to know God. Well, I think also part of what God places within the human heart is a desire for immortality. And, of course, God provided the means for immortality. We'll come to that in just a few moments. What prompted this is a story that I came across this morning Uh, From Time, I can't say Time Magazine anymore, Time.com that used to publish Time Magazine. And it's a lengthy piece. It's 14 pages long. And it is the story of Brian Johnson. Brian Johnson is a California centi-millionaire. One in the world is a centi-millionaire. Someone who is worth at least $1. Hundred million dollars. He is a tech entrepreneur and he is founder of a company that he calls Blueprint. Well, he's made his millions in the tech industry, but he is spending a great deal of those millions on this Blueprint project. And what is the Blueprint project? Immortality. He honestly believes in his lifetime that he is going to conquer death through science, through nutrition, etc. He really believes this. And he is investing his fortune into means, methods for him. And when you read the story, and again, it's 14 pages long. When you read the story, you understand he really doesn't care about anybody else living forever. Well, if you want to, that's fine. But he's concerned about him. Let me read just a little bit of this story to you and then make some comments. It says, uh, Brian Johnson, tech entrepreneur and founder of Blueprint, desires to live forever. In a neat little neighborhood in Venice, California, there's a block of squat similar homes filled with Mortals spending their finite days on the planet, eating pizza with friends, blowing out candles on birthday cakes and bringing late night, and binging on late night television. Halfway down the street, there's a cavernous black modern box. This is where Brian Johnson is working on what he calls, quote, the most significant revolution in the history of of Homo sapiens. (laughs) Uh, Somewhat lofty. It goes on. Johnson, 46 years old, is a centimillionaire tech entrepreneur who has spent most of the last three years in pursuit of a singular goal. Don't die. During that time, He spent more than $4 million developing a life extension system called Blueprint, in which, listen to this, in which he outsources every decision involving his body to a team of doctors who use data to develop a strict health regimen to reduce what Johnson calls his biological age. That system includes... Downing 111 pills every day. Wearing a baseball cap that shoots red light into his scalp, collecting his own stool samples, and then he does something just really weird and bizarre that I prefer not to read over the air. Uh, Back to the story. Johnson thinks of any act that accelerates aging, like eating a cookie, or getting less than eight hours of sleep is an act of violence. Now, here's the bizarre thing. When you read through the rest of the story, he wants to live forever. But when you read how he lives every day, who in their right mind would want to live this way? He literally has no life except for his pursuit of extending life. It's just really weird. And it's really, really bizarre. His name is Brian Johnson. Oh, yes, I have a biblical application. Hang with me. We're coming up on the first break of the hour. Uh, Stay tuned, and we'll be back on Bob Bernie Live.
0: Today's news, God's Word and Your Thoughts. This is Bob Bernie Live.
1: And welcome back once again to Bob Bernie Live and the Don Crow Show. Let me uh, bring you up to date, or not up to date, up to speed on what we were talking about just before the break. I came across a story this morning that just caught my attention. It's a story of Brian Johnson. I've never heard of him. He's a millionaire, Texan, tech entrepreneur. And he has founded a program called Blueprint that he believes will bring him immortality. He is going to conquer death and he's going to live forever. It's a 14-page story written by a reporter for Time who went out to this guy's house and spent some time with him. And it's just really bizarre. Every day of his life, every moment is regimented with the desire to live forever. Everything he does, everything he eats, everything he drinks, he has really no pleasure whatsoever whatsoever. He does nothing just for recreational purposes, just to enjoy or whatever. Everything, and I mean everything, is regulated so that he will live forever. Here's one of the things he says, or the article says, Outsourcing the management of his body means defeating what he calls his rascal mind. The part of us that wants to eat ice cream after dinner... Uh, Or drink beer with friends. The goal is to get his 46-year-old organs to look and act like 18-year-old organs. Johnson says the data compiled by his doctors, (laughs) and of course he's paying these doctors, suggests that Blueprint has so far given him the bones of a 30-year-old and the heart of a 37-year-old. The experiment has proven a competent system is better at managing me than a human can. Johnson says a breakthrough that he says is reframing what it means to be human. And again, for uh, 14 pages, this um, reporter follows him through his daily routine and the the guy has no life. He has no life. He never, ever, ever eats anything that's really enjoyable or delicious. He really doesn't do anything just to have fun or enjoyment. Everything is regimented to extend his life. And then one of the other things interesting in the article. Uh, It says, quote, Johnson, and this is this, Brian Johnson, is not the only ultra-rich middle-aged man trying to vanquish the ravages of time. Jeff Bezos and Peter Thiel were both early investors in Unity Biotechnology, a company devoted to developing therapeutics to slow or reverse and so on. Uh, We've seen others. um, The whole cryogenics thing. I assume this is still being done there were people at the time of death who paid to have their head decapitated from their body and then the head frozen in liquid nitrogen I think it is so that someday someday medical science will have such a um, such advances that they can take their frozen head and put it on somebody else's body and they can live forever. Other people have frozen their entire body hoping that in 50 years, 100 years or maybe even 200 years their body can be thawed out and they can live forever with the new medical technology that's been discovered and so on. Okay. So this thing of a desire for immortality is certainly not New. It's just a new, different approach. And obviously will be just as futile as Ponce de Leon and his conquest or his quest for finding the fountain of youth in Florida all the way back in 1513. When I read this, I thought, how sad. God has put within us... A desire for immortality because God has given us the means and the method to live eternally. God has put that desire in our heart, and then he has laid out the plan, the means to live eternally. And it's not through taking 111 pills a day. It's not through spending millions of dollars to hire the best doctors, dietitians, etc., etc. It is through the shed blood of Jesus Christ. And that's why Paul in 1 Thessalonians chapter uh, 4 said, "O death, where is thy sting? O grave, where is your victory?" I love John 3:16 for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life goes on god didn't send his son to condemn the world but to save them eternal life is possible immortality is possible in first john chapter 5 verse 11 and this is the testimony god has given us eternal life, and this life is in His Son. And then it goes on. Anybody that doesn't have the Son has does not have life, but he who has the Son has life. John writes, "I am writing these things to you who believe in the name of the Son of God, that you may that you may know that you have eternal life." In 1 Timothy, Paul encourages his son in the ministry, fight the good fight of faith. Take hold of eternal life to which you were called. My friend, this is the message of the gospel. Human beings can live forever. If you know Jesus Christ as personal Savior, yes, someone will put your body in the ground or cremated or whatever. One day your heart will stop beating. You will lose physical consciousness on this earth and you will wake up in glory. You will wake up seeing Jesus face to face. There are so many songs written about heaven and written about eternity. I love the one that says, just think, just think of breathing your last breath and then waking up in heaven and breathing heavenly, heavenly air. Listen, I want to ask you a question before we get to the bottom of the hour break. Was there ever a time and a place that you confessed your sin and asked Jesus Christ to be your Savior? I'm not talking about church membership, good works, being raised in a Christian home. I'm not even talking about baptism. I'm talking about Have you ever repented of your sin and asked Jesus Christ to save you and receive the free gift of eternal life? If you have, you will live forever. If not, you will die forever. You can do that right now if you never have. Ask Jesus Christ